There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 107.1, this is your place for entertainment news, celebrity gossip, and fun with the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Well, let's talk about Pickleball a little bit. It is Project Down and Dirty Week. Pickleball. This is Pickleball this year. If you haven't gotten your tickets, we have some special tickets out there that you can get if you want to come and play with us um, tomorrow night. Yep. If you want to learn how to play Pickleball and you want to do it with Bradley and Dawn, we're going to be at Lucky Shots tomorrow night. I think our time is 7 to 8. We'll Mm -hmm. be on the court learning how to play Pickleball. Join us. You can get those tickets online at mytalk1071.com. The proceeds of those tickets benefit our charity, Brave Like Gabe. It's a wonderful way to support the organization and also help us get the best position to battle (laughs) it out with our co-hosts. That's right. We're not too proud to beg. No, come on now. Come through. Okay. Um, GQ. Come through. (laughs) GQ wanted to point out something that's happening on TikTok. And I thought this was pretty funny. So there's a trend going around, and it's about getting the ick about guys. Getting the ick. What does getting the ick mean? It means that you basically are turned off forever from a dude. And don't take it too seriously. Turn offs that make you go, I can't do it anymore. Like, there's no way. It's a funny thing. And so people are doing like unlocked ick number 45. Wearing a towel around your waist or whatever it is. There are innocuous things that are like... Wearing a towel around your waist, that's yeah, an ick? It's an ick, apparently. Then then they will video like their boyfriend or someone they know. Oh, so it's like a know. TikTok trend or something? It is a TikTok trend. Got yes, it. yes. So um, there are so many out there. It all started this term. Um, there was a contestant on Love is Blind UK in 2017, but it went mainstream on 2020, in 2020. Just getting the ick. I have been, like, turned off before, but not by things like this. Here are some of the classifications. Like, there's a whole section for eating in a restaurant. Like, um, eating at a mame. (laughs) It's just... Oh, like, that's a bad thing you're not supposed to (laughs) do Yeah, it's just kind of gross to watch. Um, (laughs) Tapping sauce out of a bottle gives some women the ick. It does? Pouring beer from a pitcher. Uh, Like, to drink it from the pitcher? Just pouring drinks, like, I don't know. I didn't make it up. <laughs> this is just stuff where women go, ew. And then they're like, eh. Uh, these Seems are funny. like these might be uh, a little, but is that part of the funny nature of this, is that they're really minor? 
Yes. Because these don't seem like particularly major things. Like ick, like yeah. that's a turnoff. But also, really, <laughs> if it was Brad Pitt and he tapped the sauce out of a bottle, would you really go, ick? No, but yeah. that's what's funny about this. Um, here's a section, being in or around water. Treading what? water. Okay, the section is being in or around water. One of them is that gives women the ick is watching someone tread water and doggy paddle. It's super dorky. And some women are like, Fair. ew, ick. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just don't know when that's going to come up very often. Like, oh, sorry, dude. We can't. You're not doing a breaststroke. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I didn't make these up, like I said. So these are just ones from TikTok. Swimming in goggles also makes women go, mm. <laughs> Goggles. Who wears goggles anymore? Setting up a fish tank. Well, that's that's so specific. <laughs> it's so specific. I love it. Um, falling off a paddleboard. Jumping into water. Testing Just the like... temperature of a pool. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get in. Yeah, that water, it's not quite Yeah. It's not quite uh warm enough. Um, wearing color coordinated outfits. Oh, God, who does that? Wearing loose shoes. <laughs> loose shoes? like Just You're flopping like, around yeah. like you're not picking up your feet. That's kind of, eh. Um, then we've, what are the things for you that would be a turnoff? So, um, like, you could go okay. through this list for days, but, like, what are the things for you Well, there was a point. Mild turnoffs. Uh, where a previous boyfriend, like, my car kind of broke down on the yeah. side of the road, and I... I opened the hood. He's like, I'm not doing that. Oh. He wouldn't even look. And I'm yeah. like, really? I could see that as a turnoff. You're like, oh, not you're. He, yeah. It's just like, all right, well, I will look and I'll see. Looks like it's the radiator. And he's just sitting in the car because he refused. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good. sign. That I think is, that's a good is, sign. Yeah, and, and I'm <laughs> no longer with that guy. And we're not surprised. That's right. Yeah. I mean, my dad was a jet mechanic, so a car was like a go-kart to him. He could just like, so that is my like level of what I would like Yeah. as far as like hand, handiness. Yeah. But if you just Yeah, refuse, no, that makes total sense. Like if he would have gotten out and been like, oh yeah, let's see. Oh, is that? Like well, even if he didn't know what it? he was doing, yeah. True. And At that happened more than once because I don't have great cars. Um, how about um, just having fun? This category. <laughs> Looking through binoculars gives women the ick. <laughs> <laughs> doing the wave. Correct. Um, this is the having fun category, okay? Yeah. Having a season pass to an amusement park. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like that's not an ick anymore. Like. Yeah, this is straight women and straight men. Yeah. So, you know, that's a specific category. Uh, Using a trampoline. Mm. Trampoline's (laughs) a bad sign. Yeah. Inflating a balloon is not sexy. (laughs) Horse riding, ice skating, uh, silent discoing. Yeah, silent disco's totally uncool. (laughs) People love them, but I would have to agree. I don't even know what it is. You've never done a silent disco? No, what is it? It's like where everybody's wearing headphones and they're all hearing music, but nobody can hear the music. It's huge. Yeah, that's like a thing now. Like at parties and they do it. Weirdly, it's like a cruise ship thing too. Like, let's go to a silent disc. Nope, not doing that. (laughs) Oh God, that is so dorky. I can't even think about it. Yeah, but people love it. Okay. Um, How about the category of existing? This is this is women who have way too much um, 
time on their head. Yeah. How does barely existing <laughs> Just create existing. the X factor? Um, your ear earlobe flapping in the wind. What? <laughs> um, sneezing, stretching, sneezing, body functions. <laughs> this one, I think, um, laying on your side. <laughs> That's funny to me. Um, like versus how, what laying on your back? Well, just like hey, oh, <laughs> like yeah. your George Costanza. Yeah, no, that's um, not, plugging not your ears. That. Yeah, that's a turn off. Oh. Um, okay, so this is on dangling so, your feet. GQ came up with this list. Yes, did you put on it on our, our? Yes. Oh, good. Okay, so people can. I bet the videos are hilarious. Yeah, they are, and most of them are just instrumental. Like it's just text so i didn't yeah. see any obviously yeah no i'm sure it's hilarious mm-hmm. all right hey when we come back we are both very excited and mike uh did you love the crown haven't watched you it like the you've never watched the crown. never oh my god so this like is it. a reason to start okay. uh if you want to start the series in fact jamie and i just restarted the series he's never seen it before so i've been watching it with him because and don's going to tell us all about the final season of this show season six is just about to debut Weirdly in two parts. We'll tell you all about it when we come back right here on my time. My Talk 1071. You can still get your tickets to come to our pickleball tournament. It's Project Down and Dirty this year. Uh, go online. Go to mytalk1071.com. See all the variety of ways that you can support our charities. Yes. So um, we have an update on The Crown, the final season, which is pretty sad to say that it's the final season. I'm bummed because I wish this show would go on forever. But obviously, in terms of the timeline, there's really nothing else for them to do unless they decided to go into the whole Harry and Meghan thing. I think it's too close. Yeah. Therefore, it's time. Yeah. So uh, let's go over some of the plot, which um, it looks like we're going to be seeing. So we still, when we left, we had uh, Diana and um, Charles, and they were divorcing. And um, now it picks up in a particularly, well, it's it's just the tragic part of this story, really. Apparently, they're going to be doing it very respectfully, but it does have uh, the untimely death of Diana. And then we also have Charles's remarriage to Camilla. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's interesting that it's all in one sentence there <laughs> because, you know, two separate things. But I'm interested to see how the crown will handle that if they don't leave a lot of breathing room in between. Well, I will say there's two parts to the season. One of the things that I was shocked by was that Netflix. I mean, I guess I'm not shocked because this is just an this is just a shameless attempt to get ratings because by breaking up the season they can you know spread out whatever ratings impact they think they're going to get from this show mm-hmm. and especially in the environment we're in right now because there's a sag after a strike mm-hmm. i imagine delaying you know the full dropping of the season sort of benefits their streaming strategy it- so if there's two chunks one can imagine there will be a narrative chunkage the only problem I have with that, I mean, it's it's fine, I get that, but it's very close together because November 16th is when part one, which it comes out then, and then December 14th. So it's yeah. really just a month later that yeah. the second part happens. So maybe they're like hoping that... Well, I think they're just trying to, you know, separate the, you know, the downloads. I don't know how many episodes are going to be in each chunk mm-hmm. but it just you know instead of everybody 
binging it all in one weekend, which is mm-hmm. what I used to do with stuff like this, but I'm not going to do this. I'm yeah. going to try to give myself, you know, the opportunity to do maybe like one or two a week to yeah. spread it out because we used to be so obsessed with binging once Netflix got us in the habit of that. But now yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm a little sensitive to that because I hate finishing it like a week out and then you have nothing for a year. Right. I mean, I would, the walking dead AMC started to stretch out, you know, their seasons into two parts and it would be in the fall and then in the spring uh, we would just wait until the spring one came out and just watch it all together because it's just like i don't know i mean spoiler alert somebody's gonna die and become a zombie that's the thing i mean it's there's not a lot to yeah. spoil there um i guess with certain characters yes but uh back to the crown so we have um we have two parts here so the first part will sadly be about diana um following her divorce and then Prince Charles marrying Camilla. But then I'm really interested to see how they're going to handle. We have the relationship of, um, of Prince William and Kate and how they met at university. We've never seen a version of them in the show. Yeah. Uh, And It'll be interesting how they actually, because there's been so much mystery and just, just what they want to show us and what they, what the truth is. And I just want to see what the crown says about it. Yeah. I will say they have been very good at working in actual history. And then of course, you know, playing uh dramatic license with the stuff that we don't know, but doing it quite well. I'm curious to see. And I think it makes total sense that they do focus on William and Kate, because of course it's a, called the crown Mm -hmm. and they one day will inherit the crown right Mm -hmm. versus say focusing on like the biggest drama which would be you know harry and Meghan. but of course they're ancillary to the story they're kind of like the the princess margaret they're Mm -hmm. you know even prince philip i mean everybody is secondary to you know the role of like the monarch him or herself Mm -hmm. so I think it makes perfect sense that they would end on that note because that's going to be the future of the crown. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of Princess Margaret, I'm glad to see that she is a part of the cast still and they'll be focusing because she is one of my favorite parts of the story. I just loved the different versions. Uh, Right now it will be Leslie Manville who plays Princess Margaret, uh, who was in last season. Well, and spoiler alert, she's going to die at some point. Yes. So I'm assuming that'll they'll tie up that. Yes, yes. Um, and then you have um, Elizabeth Debicki back as uh, Princess Diana. Diana. Yeah. She was amazing last season. Yeah, she did great. She really I was. I don't know how I, I'm not sold completely on Imelda Staunton, who plays the Queen this time around. Like Olivia oh. Coleman and Claire Foy favorites. We just, like I said, we just started watching, uh, or I just started. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Rewatching, Jamie just started watching for the first time The Crown and because he had never he watched last season but hadn't seen any oh. of the other seasons. And so I've just been reminded of how amazing Claire Foy is in that role and I loved 
Olivia Coleman seasons. I can't wait oh, to get back gosh. to those because she she is just an amazing actress. And I was sort of like, oh, whenever Claire Foy was moving out of the picture because they have to progress in the story yeah. and you need an older actress, of course. Um, I was sad about Claire Foy not being around anymore. Just she was yeah. so captivating. It's like but, when you lose a doctor from Doctor Who, like, you know, every time there's a new one, you're like, well, I don't think I'm going to like this one. You're like, oh, my God, I love this one. That's <laughs> so true. But Imelda Staunton, I'm not sold on yet. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel does. like she's she plays a little too emotional, which I know is hilarious. But, you know, the queen just is so just the whole thing about the queen is that she's trying to separate herself from the role itself. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So that's been a, it's just been a very obvious uh, way to tell the story. And so she has been inhabiting more of an emotional side of the queen, which I get is probably a legitimate choice, but that it's my, to me, that's further away from what the, probably the truth is Yeah, because a big part of the crown, like you said, mm-hmm relies on there's always this narrative of like she cannot allow herself to be emotional she has to be detached because her duty to the crown is number one yeah like normally people feel like the duty is to themselves yeah but she sets that aside and you never she just developed a a shell i think yeah i mean that's what the crown tells us so yeah it is different her interpretation i'm like okay is this this doesn't really fit with they're trying to show, of course, different sides yeah. to the queen. Yeah, but- which I think is, you know, which is a move and it makes sense. And maybe after this season completes, it'll all sort of fit, you know, well within the the, the eight, eight, no, six seasons, six yeah. seasons. Yeah. Hard to believe it's only been six because it feels like I've been on this journey for like a decade. But, um, you know, but so- they've done so much in such a such a small amount of episodes. So they'll be showing uh, as Prince Charles, Dominic West. And I know you have feelings about that. He's not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, Matt Smith was the earlier. No, 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 no. He was Prince Philip. Okay. Who was the earlier Prince Charles? Uh, He, the, the the first Prince Charles, the two seasons where he was with Olivia Coleman. And I can't remember that actor's name, but he was amazing. Yeah. And then Dominic West, I think they, I mean, they picked a dude who is like in real life, has cheated on his wife and has had a lot of controversy surrounding his character. And so Josh O'Connor is who played Josh O'Connor, right? Prince Charles. Um, But I found that to be a little too close to home for me, like. Also, people know all about his business. Dominic West is so much more like so much sexier and appealing and sort of yeah passionate yeah. presenting yeah then then prince charles i mean not to say that prince charles doesn't i'm sure have some physical appeal that he is able to project but oh, yeah. when you when you look at him compared to dominic west you're like mm. yeah there's a big difference there yeah and i remember at the time the last season premiered there was a lot of stuff around the internet going look how hot prince charles was young and i'm like i don't know about that yeah <laughs> I no know. i think that's a little revisionist history yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so we will have to see. We don't have all right. What's wait. the date again? It is November sixteenth. Not part one. far at all. We cannot wait for the next season of The Crown. Thank you, Don, for that. And when we come back, Don has all the latest as well on Julia Fox's new memoir. You're going to tell us some of the uh, juicier tidbits when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Good friends at Boulevard Autoworks, blvdautoworks.com. Now is the time to take care of that scheduled maintenance before the first snowflakes fly to make sure your vehicle is in tip top shape for whatever Mother Nature throws our way. And the best place I know to do that truly is Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony at Boulevard Auto Works. And St. Anthony, by the way, sounds perhaps you're like, where's St. Anthony again? It's essentially right uh, close to where I work here at the station, right at the edge of St. Paul. They've been there, as I said, for over four decades, taking care of people's vehicles such that people keep coming back year after year because they love the professionalism, they love the expertise, and frankly, they also love the service that Boulevard Auto Works provides. I've had that experience when I bring my vehicle in, and you will too. And if you bring your vehicle in today and say, My Talk sent you, you'll get a free maintenance and safety inspection. Just mention My Talk. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Boulevard Auto Works. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk. 1071. We talk about entertainment. Sometimes we talk about books, you guys. We actually read. Although (laughs) we actually say it like it's such a surprise. (laughs) I've been reading since I was a kid. Yeah, more on that later. Uh, But I just downloaded. I'm not reading it. I'm going to listen to Down the Drain. Oh, I don't blame you. Is, Is she reading it? Yes. Julia Fox has a memoir and it is out. Today. Oh my God! I want to know how far are you gonna go okay, before well, <laughs> her voice drives you insane. So it's actually published by the British tabloid, The Guardian. Well, they're a, they're yeah, a I wouldn't call them a tabloid, but yes, the so publication. I found that really interesting. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. I didn't so know I didn't that know they publish they, books. I but. didn't either, but they wanted her to spill her beans because she had to <laughs> spill the <laughs> that's beans. A, that, that's spill a, your beans! Come on. Anyway, sorry, I'm just going to stop right now. All right, all right. Uh, So she opened up in the book about her brief relationship with Kanye West. Yeah, it was like a sneeze of a relationship. I did not realize it was only three and a half weeks, like less than a month. got her a book. It did. This is why when people say, would you date this person? You always say yes. You know, like somebody... That yeah, somebody who's out there or somebody who's controversial or I mean, assuming you actually were attracted to them. But yeah, because at the end of the day, you're going to get a book. Well, right. (laughs) But she feels like and she reveals in the book that she was um, being used as a pawn in a grand master plan to get back at his ex-wife, Kim. Well, which she calls humiliating. I'm sure. I think from the inside, it would have been difficult to see that because she might not have been following all the details about what was going on with their breakup and marriage. Uh, So I wanted to talk about some of these things that were sort of shocking to me. Um, So she said that they met at a party and um, they spent the day playing Uno for the first time. They met at a party. They met at a party. Playing Uno or no, no, that no. came after? They, they, he saw her at a party and then he had his people contact her and asked her to hang out. Okay. And so she was like, okay. So she hung out with him. They actually talked on the phone 
And she says that he he talks for hours and I mostly listened. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was the entire relationship. You really were just a pawn in his absolutely, universe. And I think that's everybody in Kanye's world, right? Absolutely. And she talks about Bianca and what her role is. Bianca uh, Sensori, his new wife. Yes. So he talked for hours. I mostly listened. Then he invited her to meet him in Miami for New Year's Eve. She declined. And then he said, well, what if I come and get you in a private jet? Cool. <laughs> so he sent a private jet to come and get her. Um, so when they met up, they spent together in a hotel room, the day together in a hotel room where she says that they played Uno and a game that involves highlighting positive words in the dictionary. What? (laughs) Right. That's a game? I guess to Kanye, it was like, let's find positive words in the dictionary and happiness. So then as they're playing Uno... He just casually said, I'll get you a boob job if you want. Okay. <laughs> On their first date? Yes. Yes. Wow. This is a super strange well, first date. All I remember, so it's interesting because we're getting the other side of what I remember being a very public uh, experience, even though it was brief. Because all of a sudden, like, they were hanging out and, like, he had, like, designed a fashion show in a hotel room for her. Like, they yeah. went on a date and it involved like a fashion show where she got to like, or I yeah. should say a fashion spree where she got to like get a bunch of clothes. And that's correct. So he basically she just basically had to model for him. Right. Which is all about control, really. And what you're putting out there is like, this is my oh, woman he seems and totally this is my controlling. object. Yeah. But what's interesting is like, I want to know in this book and I'll be curious to hear and hopefully you will get this because you're going to listen to the audio book of Julia Fox is does she have any like self uh what's the word i'm looking for reflection reflection uh-huh. to say like i was incredibly naive i think so <clears throat> i i mean it sounds like it from just this article that i'm yeah. reading in complex um so she said that the majority of times that they met he said that she would be greeted by stylists who would ask her to change into outfits that kanye approved He then sent those photos of them to Interview Magazine and then asked Julia, hey, will you write about our first few dates and send it to Interview? So she did, but he apparently didn't like what she wrote, and so he rewrote it himself as Julia. Oh, wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Again, I I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it does not surprise me at all, but fascinating nonetheless. Uh, so she was on Good Morning America, and we do have a clip of her talking oh, about, but right. she's not talking about Kanye here. She's just talking about a part of her memoir. Your survivor. Yeah. Like, I actually should have been dead like 10 times over, and I'm here, so. What? You talk openly about your drug use, hmm. and it seems like even as you're trying to get to this new phase of your life, people still bring it up. It's very tough, but there's one thing that I'm sure of is that I'm just not ashamed of it. The only difference is that I'm here and I'm alive and I can tell my story. Like some of my best friends are not here today. That's how I honor them on a day-to-day basis and also by by talking about it. Like I'm very open about how I take Suboxone. So that's my new mission is destigmatizing these kinds of, you know, drugs that could actually save lives. Interesting. 
Right. So she's going to talk more about her life than just Kanye. And remember, or maybe you don't know this about her, but she has a family that has been in court. Yeah, she for has a very drugs and problematic guns family. and yes, her so dad she, and her brother. Totally. So I know that I was listening to the preview of the audiobook, which actually made me, you know, use my audible credit for it. Uh, and she's just talking about her childhood and, you know, what it was like and driving around and seeing the dip, like the billboards and just the strange. Wait, you of, did start the audiobook? Uh, I, I listened to a preview of it. And oh, so then preview. I decided to I'm like, I like this, you know, because I do want to know more about her upbringing, her, her family. Yeah. It's interesting to me. She did uh, break up or she did talk about the breakup. Um, so for their breakup, she was not happy and found out that he was, remember all the terrible things that he was saying to Kim online yeah. in social media that, well, and that's kind of when she like peaced out. She did. Yes. But he made it. So in this, so she said they had an argument in Paris about that. And he asked her to stop bringing her friends to their meetups. And she said, I'll do that. If you don't bring your entourage. So, then he just stopped replying to her, and she was informed by his assistant that he was on a month-long phone break, and Julia believed that she was being used as a pawn. He was, she was just used as a pawn to yeah. get back at Kim. Again, it sounds like she's got some self-reflection, which is fascinating, because it was like, didn't you see that at the time, or were you so caught up in the celebrity of the moment? Because everybody seemed to, mm-hmm. to see in her someone who was... Villainizing her, yeah. Well, not only villainizing her, but just saying, like, oh, it it's clear that she wants the spotlight moment. At least that was what it appeared like in the moment. Because you remember there was also... She has, like, a troubled relationship or did for a period of time with, like, the dad of her child. Mm-hmm. I think they've since reconciled or something. I don't know. But there was a there was a point at which I remember when she was dating Kanye or shortly thereafter that she was, like, doing these, like, paparazzi strolls and things. And we were just like, okay, so this person is really milking this moment for everything she can. So it'll yeah. be interesting to hear what she was experiencing on the other side of all that tabloid coverage. Yeah, she brings up that the conversation about her acting career changed dramatically after the split. Um, A lot of people were like, oh, she's only famous because of Kanye. It's like, this is the most Julia Fox thing. It's like, no, I've been around and I've been in a full blanking movie. And I did a lot of things before that, too. Yeah, but doesn't she just understand? Yeah, but like I've done a lot of things in my life, Julia Fox. Do you know what they are? Yeah. You've never heard about them. That's how the business works. Yes. Right? And she says that the relationship doesn't define her. It's just a blip in her life. And I can see how that would be kind of like, ugh, you know, like but three also, weeks of her life. That's her entire character now. Yeah, but also, I, I don't want to say be grateful for like Kanye's weird behavior, but that was a moment most people don't get. Mm, yeah. In their life. I and think, the people that are doing the same things she's doing in life. Well, I would say that if since she was in Uncut Gems, maybe her acting career would have taken a different turn and yeah. she would have gotten more work that was because she's just I mean, or not. she's defined this way. And so maybe people are like, eh, we the don't fact that she's her. getting another chance to sort of put she has an audience built in to buy a book that she wouldn't have had before. So the True. fact that people are now going to get to hear her side of the story other than being defined by Kanye is kind of a. That is 
a success for her. Yeah. And I think that she, I think in reflection, I hope that she sees it that way too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would be a shame if she didn't, because again, most people don't get that. And it's, but, but for Kanye West's brief dalliance with her, that the world, I mean, I'm just, that's just the way it is, right? Like people, you don't get to choose necessarily when the eye gets turned on you, Mm -hmm. the public eye, but when it does, it's like, what did you do as a result? And it seems pretty successful that she was able to create the opportunity to have a memoir Mm -hmm. published for herself in this moment, because you're going to read it. And I bet you, if she hadn't dated Kanye West, you wouldn't read it. I wouldn't know who she is. Yeah. Because I haven't even seen Uncut Shop. Uncut Jumps, sorry, which sorry. apparently she's good, right? Yeah. Like, And I also, I think one of the other thing is because we were turned on to her from her dalliance with Kanye West, we sort of were like, I know she seems like a hot mess, but she's also kind of, she seems adorable. kind of fun and adorable. Yeah, like and on her very TikTok honest. Videos. Yeah. yeah. So lastly, she said about Bianca, his new wife, that their relationship, he has a set of rules for her, which includes never speak and wear what he wants her to wear. And she's also required to eat certain food items and to work out, even though Kanye doesn't work out. Hmm. Seems about right. That's definitely on brand. So messy. So I'll let you know how the book goes. We want a full book report, Dawn. And when we come back, what food do you make at home because it's cheaper than buying at the store? 651-641-1071. What's the food? What's the thing that you make at home? You're like, I ain't buying. That is too Mm -hmm. expensive. Yeah. Call us right here on my the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. Thanks for joining us. Uh, don't forget, you can still get tickets to our Project Down and Dirty Pickleball Tournament. Yeah, yeah there's all kinds of ways to uh, participate, including, but not limited to, a pickleball lesson with a real coach. And you hang out with Bradley and I. That's on Come our website. Through. Come through, people. We only have 12 spots. There are still some available. Hurry up. Let's do it. Let's have fun tomorrow. All of us kicking Project Down and Dirty off tomorrow bright and early. We're going to be doing some stretching and kicking Dawn first thing tomorrow morning. You excited? Yes, I am. Well, good. In the meantime, in between time, 651-641-1071. Dear listeners, here's a question for you. What is the thing that you make at home now because it's just too damn expensive to buy it in the store? Oh, I saw this list. (laughs) on um, BuzzFeed. It was a trending article, and I thought, oh, my God, I love stories like this because I don't know if you do the shopping in your home. I do, and everything is so damn expensive, and I don't understand why. Packages are getting smaller. Prices are getting bigger, and it really has made me think, like, oh, I could do that at home so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. If you have any thoughts, add it to the list. And, Don, I mean, I could go on for days, so I don't want to just hog this. But oh, I will say Please, I don't some of the, go out by myself. You what? I don't. I just choose not to buy it. But Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but let me give you some of the things that people said on this list. And it's everything from like pizza to cold brew, mm-hmm. right? That's like where I, well, that's what I'm doing. What? I'm not making cold brew, but I am just getting. I figured out this going through this Starbucks or Caribou line. I'm like paying oh five dollars. It's ridiculous. For a, just an americano, which is coffee. It's four twenty four at Starbucks. That's coffee and hot water. It's a venti, so it's the biggest, but. If you go to Target and you just get one of those uh, stock cold brews, that whole bottle that will give you four servings at least is only $6. Yeah. So 
I mean, hello. Or you could just brew a pot of coffee. I don't know. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, but if you don't have a coffee maker, yeah, and your partner hates the smell of coffee, oh god, what do you do? that sounds like a lot. Your partner hates the smell of coffee. He hates it. Oh yeah. my god, it I mean, is he, the nectar he of the gods. Like coffee. Yeah. Um, I wanted to share one from this BuzzFeed list. My partner and I just started making homemade pan pizzas in a cast iron skillet. It's so insanely good. Anywhere from one eighth to one half the cost, even buying Trader Joe's, uh, and with pre-made dough. Well, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Um, but yeah, there's all sorts of ways you can shortcut things, right? Um, people make, of course, like the things in our house are like, Bread, pickles, jam. Don't even get me started. Oh, I could go for days. A... Cheese. Oh, yeah. We're you making cheese? cheese. I make kefir cheese. Oh, oh. Make kefir, and then you can turn the kefir into cheese. I've always wanted to make cheese. Oh, it's so easy. It's not. It and is butter. so easy. Butter is a waste. Butter's cheaper if you buy it in the store. Okay. It Otherwise, it's going like to take fun. you to. It would be fun. Yeah, no, it's a fun project. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take your. Laura Ingalls Wilder days away from you. But. Yeah, Alexis and I'll do it. Yeah, no, make butter drinks. for fun, but don't yeah. do it for efficiency or cost because okay. it's it's better to just buy good butter. Um, let's go to the phone zone. We've got a couple of people on the oh, line. Good. Things that they make at home versus buying in the store because everything's so darn expensive. Robin, honey, what are you making? Hi, guys. Hi. Okay, Bradley, I saw you at uh, Costco. Oh, hey, Hi, honey. Good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. And, Don, I've been listening to you for years. Oh. Um, I'm all about, like, steak. Like, Costco, the meat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will not go out for a steak dinner. Oh. Oh, yeah. No way. Good. No, you are absolutely right. It is so expensive now just to go have a nice steak dinner. And you're right about the meat at Costco. You can get an affordable steak and make the meal to your own specifications. Thank you. Yep. Oh, yeah, wow. I don't, want to, I don't even have to dress up. It's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm all about staying home. Love That's it, right. Robin. Stay Thank home. you for that, honey, and thanks for listening. Right, yeah. Bye. And, uh... You know what I get at Costco? Chicken wings, and that's on this list here. Oh, sure. Yeah, there's some really good wings there, and you just put them in the air fryer. Yeah, I do love, um... I could talk for days. Okay, let's go to Sierra, though. She's been on the line. Sierra, Sierra, honey, what are you making at home instead of buying it at the store? Okay, well, it takes some time, but vanilla extract. Girl, it's so easy. I want you to tell people how easy it is. Oh, my goodness. If you go on to, if you get vanilla beans, like good vanilla beans, Mm -hmm. um, just put them in alcohol. Mm -hmm. Vodka vodka is the most common. Mm -hmm. My favorite so far, though, is Jim Beam. Really? Uh, Yeah. Yep. It's... um, and you just, if it's a lighter colored liquor, so if you put it in vodka, um, you put the beans in, close it up, shake it up every once a month or so, and f- let them sit for a year. And you know what I will say, Sierra, my experience has been, because I do the same thing. I did this during the like quarantine times when we were all mm-hmm. baking and doing things and trying to save money. Mm-hmm. And there was yeah. also a weird shortage of vanilla beans for a while. But mm-hmm. once... Um, even if you use them, stick the pod, you know, like you can scrape yep. out the pod, but then stick the pod mm-hmm. back in mm-hmm. and that stuff yeah. will go for years. Yeah. yeah. Um, it actually will last forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. My daughter and, gave me some for Christmas that she made and I haven't opened it yet. Oh, that's awesome. You should. Yeah. Um, and also if you use a darker liquor, like a rum or, or a dark, a brown liquor, let it sit for about 18 months. Mm. Oh wow! And Good if to it know. has a sh- if if it has a sharp taste at the end of it, put an oak block into it. 
you can get them online. Oh my God, oh you God. are next you. level, Sierra. Oh my Love gosh, it. the apocalypse! Thank you, sweet, sweetie. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And I will say it was so eye-opening because if you've ever, if you bake a lot and you use a lot of vanilla, it really is way more economical to just make your own. And it seems like a lot, but to her point, you just take some vanilla beans, put them in a jar with booze, let them sit. Yeah. And it just goes on and on and on. And you can, you know, replace. You just add to it. You just put vodka in it You can keep topping it off. And then if you want to, like, keep adding vanilla beans over time, if you Mm -hmm. scrape them out, because then I will tell you, scraping out a vanilla bean in your recipe with a little bit of that liquor from the the vodka that the beans have been sitting in, that together is, like, so vanilla. Oh, God, I love it. And then you have, like, a whole big-ass jar instead of those tiny little bottles. See, I haven't even opened mine yet. I, it's been like a couple. Really? Of, well, you you bake and stuff. I do, and I haven't used it because I don't know. I thought that maybe once I open it, it's no, it would go bad. It's alcohol, but, honey. That'll yeah. last literally forever. Mike, are there any things that you guys buy at home? Uh, the chicken wings is the big or one. Not for buy sure. at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make it you home. Do just, wings, yeah, yeah, we used to like to go out for wings and stuff, but it's just not worth it. Like you said, Don, we like to bake ours a little bit first, then you add the seasoning, then you put it in the air fryer to finish it off. We found that is absolutely perfect. Yeah. So. I can, can also, we were talking about this off the air, Don, but just the insane prices on like dumb things like a jar of olives oh, yeah. or like a bottle of barbecue sauce, like the prices have just yeah. gone through the roof. So I, I saw a Reddit thread and it was about the price. This is what I do on Reddit. <laughs> Nothing nefarious, but it was about just how expensive things are at the store and the, the chips like oh, yeah. are and there was a person on there that says, I work in the chip industry. They're $8 a bag now, and it is 100% price gouging. Yeah. They are, they don't, if anybody tells you otherwise, it's not true. It's price gouging. $8. Yeah. And the bags yeah. are so much smaller. I know. That's the whole reason why uh, I started asking you about uh, some of your pickling techniques is yeah. because we just looked and we're like, pickles are so expensive. You buy a jar of pickles. Kimchi is another one. We really, really oh want to get in and try making so that. It's so easy to mm-hmm. make. Now, look, you got to have a good recipe and it sure. takes a few basics uh, and a little, a, a, some basic understanding, but it's not a hard learning curve. And you buy fermented foods. Like if you buy just like a little pint jar of like, you know, fermented oh, food right. in the, at the grocery store, it's going to cost you oh, eight, yeah. 10, 12 mm-hmm. bucks. I paid $10 for kimchi. I mean, no. I get cabbages at the farmer's market as big as your head uh-huh. for $2. Right. You put that with a few other ingredients. I mean, it's ridiculous how much money you're going to save. My sister makes yogurt in the Instapot, and yeah. it's the best yogurt you've ever had in your yeah. life. It, it is does not so take... good. I mean, it's full-blooded yogurt. Full-blooded? Full-blooded, fully-leaded yogurt. Versus what? Uh, Like light yogurt. It's not light yogurt. It's heavy yogurt, but it is like a dessert. Yeah. No, I mean, it it pays. And not only is it cheaper, it's probably going to taste better, and it's probably going to be better for you. We're homesteaders now. Listeners, thank... (laughs) Well, we're either that or we're cheap AF. Yeah. (laughs) Dear listeners, thanks for calling in. And when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn from food chat to pickle puss prep. What? Project Down and Dirty 2013 is just around the corner. And uh, Dawn, get your paddles out. Get them blue balls. It's time. (laughs) We'll be right back.